you're about to enter the world of Strawberry Ice and the Ice Cave. Let's go! Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I bring you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of Houday Nation and Jackpot Joey Burrow. All right, guys, do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. I'm up to 1,135 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you guys. And as always, we got the new thing, Super Chat. So if you guys would like to support what I'm doing here, it's on the YouTube channel. It's a Super Chat, and you guys can jump to the front of the line. Now, this show and every show is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys, got a very special show today. This is a very special week. It's Jungle to the Hall. And but first of all, I got I got to welcome my man back, Jeremy, not known as Dimebag D. Yeah, what is going on? So I'm glad you, you're feeling better after your uh, your COVID shot. So that that's good. Yeah, yeah, it's good that they uh, do them on Friday, you know, so that way you can just waste away your weekend and then uh, pretty much enjoy nothing for the rest of the week other than work. Yeah, I, I have to tell you, you sound ten times better than you did yesterday. If he would been on the show yesterday, he'd be like, "Hi, uh, this is this is Jeremy." And I was a little remember, you don't live in Cleveland. <laughs> you live in I'm like, all right, dude, you're not you're not gonna be on the show. <laughs> all right, well, let's let's get to the the man. He has yes, not this jungle to the hall thing going, and we're gonna tell you all about it. He's none other than Jimmy. What's going on, brother? What is up? Jeremy, I'm glad you're feeling brother better, brother. But you don't look any better. You look good. You don't look very good. I'm just saying. You know, I tell one, that thing, all the time. <laughs> one thing about these vaccinations, you know, that I was promised was that you know you get injected and then you're healed and you turn 18 again. And um, I'm still you know waiting to for one of those movies where you wake up and you're 13 again or you're yeah, 20. Yeah. Again. 
dude, th- th- those days have passed you by a long time ago, brother. I'm glad you know the. I'm glad you're feeling better, buddy. I appreciate it, man. You know the government would never lie to me about something like that. So I'm waiting. <laughs> All right, Jimmy. I know you're short on time. Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) Jimmy, I know you're short on time, and I appreciate you coming on. But let's get the info out there and tell everybody about the Jungle Zoo Hall, which is this Saturday. Man, I tell you what, uh, Jeff, I can't wait to have a beer with you up in up in Canton, brother. Hell yeah, blast. Um, uh, So, so yeah, let's talk about the main part of the the event that day. So, the Jungle to the Hall. We expect a couple hundred Bengal fans easily in Canton at the event tent on the grounds of the Hall of Fame. Uh, between one and three o'clock. So let's give you a little bit more detail itinerary. And Jeff, I'll give you some breaking news on some things here as well. Ooh, I like that. So, All so, right. so from so from one to three o'clock is the is the actual event. Right. Let's be very clear. Everybody that's coming up, uh, look, this is a very respectful. We're in hallowed ground. We we want to re- be respectful of the people that are in the Hall of Fame. The people that work in the Hall of Fame have nothing to do with with the players that get in there. There's right. a ton of Bengal fans. Uh, that work in the Hall of Fame that cannot wait for us to come up and have a couple hundred Bengal fans go through the hall. So, so basically what we're going to do from 1 to 3 o'clock is we're going to celebrate our Bengal legends, guys, the guys that we feel, the eight guys we feel should be in the Hall of Fame, and we're going to really focus on three, uh, Ken Riley, Ken Anderson, and uh, Willie Anderson. Um, but, you know, we've got a ton of videos. We've got uh, some significant big-time name videos that have done some intros for some of our these Bengal legends. We feel right. they're... We feel that their legacy should be protected in the Hall of Fame. There's only one in 50-plus years, guys. Uh, unacceptable. Uh, the nine senior voters, the nine senior voters that vote will be getting their ballots here sometime early July. That's why the timing of this mid-June was what we wanted to do with this. Us as Bengal fans have got local and national media talking about this like crazy. And it's all about bringing awareness and conversation to these, these great players, man, that, that we feel should be in the Hall of Fame. So from 1 to 3 o'clock up there in the event tent, actually in on the Hall of Fame grounds. We rented this event tent from the Hall of Fame themselves, okay? They've been great to work with. About 125, 130, we'll have a press conference. We've got a great video done by the Bengals UK folks that you're not going to believe. It is unbelievable what they did for this intro video to get people involved in this thing. We're going to run down and talk about these eight players. We've got great videos. We've got some virtual stuff going on. Uh, Willie Anderson will be there live, guys. He will Woo! be there in person. Um, it is confirmed. Literally just talked to him 20 minutes before we got on air. He is going to be flying into Cincinnati Friday and, and, and riding up Saturday morning with some friends uh, and some people up to Canton. So he will be there. So if you have your Willie Anderson jerseys, uh, whoever's coming up, wear it, brother. He's uh, he's excited about it. So, But we're going to go down and break down our the top eight and the whys behind it. We got some surprises during during that conversation for those top eight players we're going to celebrate. We will have several door prizes that will be given away. Uh, we will actually do some giveaways during that time as well. We're going to have a huge Bengal growl who day chant uh, by the group. There's going to be local national media there. The Bengals are sending up a videographer uh, that, that day for us as well uh, to capture this historic event. And, uh, Guys, I, I am just so proud of Bengal Nation right now, man. Just to th- the, to get this type of conversation going na- locally is one thing, but the stuff going on on social media to get this conversation going the way it is on na- on a national basis is exactly what we want. When we have we've had three of the nine senior voters on our show, guys, and we had Ira Kaufman from uh, the, the Tampa from Tampa Bay. He's one of the nine senior voters. He writes for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, guys. Literally, he comes on. He first thing he says, guys, I, I, I got to give a shout out to Houday Nation. 
Yeah. For, for the past six months to a year, I've heard more about Ken Riley, Ken Anderson, Isaac Curtis, uh, <laughs> Willie Anderson than I have ever heard in my life. You guys, That's what I'm talking about. You guys are being heard, and we're doing it in a respectful way. And no no way, shape, or form do we want to start bad-mouthing the, the no. voters, right? Mm -mm. And, and but, but to get that type of conversation going with the senior voter – uh, is outstanding. We're proud of, of Bengal Nation. But uh, back on that event, guys. So uh, the 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 press conference will start at 1:30. Uh, a lot of we're gonna have so much fun. A bunch of surprises during that that time. And then at three and 3:30, 3 uh, the the Hall of Fame has been outstanding to work with. The curator up there has done a special Anthony Munoz display when we walk into the gold jacket area. Ooh. It's gonna be a specific. Uh, display about uh, Anthony Munoz, and I think it might be his gold jacket. I don't know that for sure, Ooh. but I know there's going to be some cool things. At that display will be focused on Anthony Munoz. And guys, what's even cooler, man, is that they are doing a special theater presentation, not a screen, but a curator is going to come in this room and talk to um, the Bengal fans that are there and, and really go through the history of the Cincinnati Bengals. They're going to have artifacts from the Bengals' history. Oh, They're going to yeah. talk a lot about a Paul Brown. So. The, the group is too big to do in one session, so we're going to do one at right. three, one, one at three thirty. Then after that, everybody gets their own kind of self-guided tour through the hall. So, guys, it is very simple. Guys, we are just look, man. It's been a uh, a lot of people put a lot of time into this thing, and I will tell you, it, right now, the only thing we just need to make sure we show up and show up in force, right. guys. And, and it looks like we've got about two hundred and thirty people that have RSVP. I know there's a number of people that have not been able to RSVP because they don't know how to work that link. <laughs> which is fine. We need you to bring your friends, your family, pick people up on the way up the can, guys. It is going to be a blast. And we're going to have a lot of fun up there, man. And this is going to be a celebration of our Bengal legends. And guys, I'm excited. I cannot believe Hootay Nation. We never envisioned this thing to get as big as it has. And it is really all credit to Bengal fans. Hey, hey, guys, we've got Bengal fans coming in from uh, New Jersey, upstate New York, Florida, uh, Indianapolis, Louisville, Lexington. Uh, it, it's amazing where they're coming in from. And uh oh, oh no, no sound. There you go. There you go. Am I back? You're yeah. back, dude. I'm getting phone calls right now. They're probably watching your show, Jeff, and I'm getting lit up right now. I see <laughs> like, hey, hey, I see you on Strawberry Ice's show. Like, well, it's don't Mike me Brown. on the phone. <laughs> I know that. Probably guy. Mike Brown. Yep. So. So just just to let you know, man, it, it, the the event from one to three o'clock is free. It, it is the parking lot is right next to the tent, right next to the Hall of Fame. It is that simple, guys. If you want to get into the tour of the Hall of Fame afterward, we have five dollar discounted tickets that you can get linked on the top of our social media platforms. Free to get. I mean, sorry, five dollar discounts. If you get them that day of, uh, you'll have to pay full price for those. So, guys, look. I don't care what else is going on. We one to three o'clock. We need bodies. We're gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna have some stuff going on during the event. Um, so that's the most important thing. But that morning at Maslin Senior High School, we've worked it out with uh, Coach Nate Moore, who used to coach here at LaSalle High School, uh, that he's opening up the facilities for us, him and the boosters, so we get to walk on the field at Maslin High School. This is where it all started for Paul Brown, guys. This is where it all began. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. History. We're going to get to go into the locker room. We're going to be able to see state championship stuff from Paul Brown and his state championship teams. There's a big statue of Paul Brown out front. They have a big indoor facility. They have a, have a mini like trophy area, Hall of Fame area, where you'll be able to see murals and pictures of Paul Brown, the founder of our Cincinnati Bengals, guys. So, yeah. guys, I and Coach Nate Moore misses Cincinnati's Grippo barbecue chips. Yes. So I'm glad you brought grab, that up. I was going to say that. <laughs> grab a small bag of chips or a box. It doesn't matter. We're going to fill his office up with barbecue chips <laughs> Heck yeah, we are. That's right. That's but right. Guys, hey, look, man, I, I just, I am just overwhelmed. Um, 
I think the Bengals organization is like, oh, my gosh, this thing has gotten so big on the local and national media perspective. Um, Bengal fans, now is our time for our voices to be heard, guys. And they hear us. They freaking not just the senior committee, but everybody across the board or even current committees are hearing and seeing everything that's going on with this. This is pretty powerful stuff, guys, that Bengal Nation has, has, has been doing here. So it's it's fun. Yeah, Bengal Twitter is blowing up, dude. It's been so much fun to be a part of this and 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 promoting this on my show and helping you out as much as I can. I can't wait to get there. I'm leaving my house. Like I said, you know this. I pushed my vacation back so I can go to this thing. So me and my dad are leaving at 5.30 in the morning. I'm heading up there. We're going to be there all day. It's going to be a, a, a blast. Jeremy. Can't go. He's an hey, No, 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 Jeff. You need to send your jet down and pick Jeremy's jet <laughs> up. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. my jet. <laughs> you know, well, no, he's got the big jet. I've got, you know, like the president. Yeah, and then yeah, I've I got, got the I little. Got, I got the big jet. That's right. Yeah, uh-huh. I, like prop planes, like yeah. You know, I I can glide maybe, but <laughs> if, if there was one inch of a of a chance for me to come, I would be there. I'd yeah, be partying. Hey, man, I'm we, so we jealous. Hey, you're, you're not the only It's okay, man. We we understand. And that's why it's really cool. What we're asking for people to do that day, anything that's related to that Jungle to the Hall event, on any social media platform, if any pictures or videos you guys post, do hashtag Jungle to the Hall. That way, folks like Jeremy can actually click on that link and see all the videos and pictures and all the stuff that's going on that day. Uh, we are not going to do a live stream that day. There's some complications with that with the Hall of Fame and some other stuff going on. But but I mean, if we anything we pictures or videos we post, we want to make sure we're using that hashtag jungle to the hall. That way, folks that cannot be up there for whatever reason, diehard fans that have other things going on, they can see and, and kind of be involved and see what's going on that day as well. Exactly. Well, Jeremy, don't worry. I will make sure I FaceTime you and show you how much fun it is that you're not here. Exactly. <laughs> and I know that Cincinnati, our fans are the silent majority type fans. I know we've heard that in political terms. But when it comes to Cincinnati fans, uh, I, you're at 260-something right now. I, I can see them pouring in. I know you guys will pour in. Even if you don't RSVP, if you don't, I can see people just pouring into this thing because why would you not if you're a Bengal fan? Hey, I can tell you right now, guys, Willie Anderson is jacked about this. He's never been awesome. to the Hall of Fame, guys. Never been. So Here he's I. literally going to go to this event, and he's going to go get his own own private tour as a vip there as a, as a former nfl player so guys awesome. we're excited and jeff i want to thank you and jeremy for continuing to promote it. what i love about this platform guys is that there's no us versus you there's no, no. We, there's no us versus somebody else nope this is team and city first guys and that's what i love about this brother yeah. it means a lot man and uh, exactly man we, we appreciate your help and we want to just as a group everybody in the screen here from our group guys Bengal Nation, you guys are freaking awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to see everybody Saturday up there. Awesome. Exactly, exactly. All right, Jimmy, I know hey, you want to get back to I that, to that drink. Yeah, what? Yeah. Can, can I do one more, Jeff? No, That's you're cool. not allowed. Uh, <laughs> I, well, I said Jeff. I, I just Jim is what I meant. Uh, no, Jay. 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 Um, I think I noticed a picture of you in a nice little hat chilling in in the sun somewhere. Um, no, that, that wasn't me. That you haven't taken any vacations recently or been out anywhere? Maybe. Might have been to Tampa. Where are you going, Jeremy? <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't All know right. either, Jim. <laughs> All right. Kind of, there we go. Kind of, I feel like I'm walking into a trap right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. You do it. It was just an old picture that had popped up on Twitter, and I said, yeah. that's so be. Okay. <laughs> that might but be. Our, 
That might have been me. I don't know. Well, you can always see his Bengal Jim koozies because everybody likes taking pictures of their beer and his koozie on the, on the beach. Yeah. So, which Jimmy, I got that one. Might be, Jimmy, right that might there. be it because people take those koozies and I just repost them. That's not me. Yeah. That's other people. Oh. So that could be it. Yeah. That could be. See, that's yeah. why. See, I, I have a strawberry ice koozie, but I, like that's the only one I haven't given them out. So I got. And it. you get right. a Bengal Jim koozie, and we, I don't. We so. appreciate it, guys. And Jeff, All right, brother. I, 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 uh, Jeff, I look forward to seeing you up in camp, buddy. All right, brother. Who day? See you Saturday. Jim, thank you, bud. Awesome. All right, that was cool. That was awesome. Yeah, he he squeezed, he was out eating with his his wife and family. He, he uh, squeezed me in, so I was like, all right. So that's why I wanted to hurt and get him. Also, get back to his his drink and his his yeah. uh, his dinner. You can't let that strawberry ice melt, baby. Exactly. And stra- strawberries, we 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 melt the sun, brother. We melt the sun. That's that's that's, that's right. That's, right. <laughs> That's why we stay in here and do this. Right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> so, all right, let's get into uh, the Bengals. We had, um, well, a couple, couple big news, big notes today. Uh, Akeem Adenajai uh, apparently uh, tore his pectoral muscle, I guess, last week and had uh, surgery on it. Uh, so he's out for a couple months. He might be out for the season. Don't know. Depends on how the rehab and everything goes. And the OTAs are officially over. The Bengals offseason program is officially over. Zach Taylor announced that today. Um, I kind of wish they'd go and finish it out because I think we need more as much work as we can get. But I do understand everybody showed up at OTAs when they didn't have to. So he's rewarding them by giving them, you know, like two days early. And I can't I think it's also just, you know, get the guys to get the body rested up and ready to go for a long season. So you know, and I'm with, I'm with you on that completely. You know, I, I do want to see him put in more work. I think, you know, but we've got a lot of work we're going to put in uh, before then. And and then as we get into our training camp, and I, I think he mainly kind of just done it for the guys too, in a way, you know, just well, to say. Yeah, it's also yeah, thank it's you. a reward for showing up, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm with you there 100%. I think that's part of his thinking anyway right. you know help their body but at the same time hey i'm a young coach not much older than some of you guys but you know what take a couple days off i appreciate you guys showing up and okay. that don't happen everywhere what they say a couple other teams when you I don't ask, know if anybody else has done it because i mean because I, I don't think i don't think we anybody else that's what i know of i mean this i'm just i haven't heard this i don't think any i don't think anybody else had a hundred percent participation in OTAs from day one. Yeah. I think the Bengals might be the only one. So that's amazing. To me, I mean, they, they didn't, they showed up, they've been do, been going at this for what, three weeks now something like that. So uh, yeah. 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 Uh, you know, yeah. So I mean, I understand. I, I, you know, I, I, we've won six games in two years. I like them to keep putting work in, but I totally understand. But that brings me to another charity uh, event that uh, I like to promote. And that is the orange arrows uh, charity fantasy football league. And if you guys like fantasy football and uh, you want to uh, join in uh, and for a good cause, uh, check out the Orange Arrow. Go to his uh, Twitter uh, Twitter page. It's pinned to the top. Uh, and you got, and all the details and everything are there to link in and to uh, – get out of there, Jeremy. I don't know what's oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're such an idiot. Uh, <laughs> you got me all, all discombobulated now. Um, go to Orange Arrow's page. And all the information to join the league is there. The uh, benefits go to the Joe Burrow Hunger uh, Hunger Relief Foundation. So that's a good cause. So hats off to Orange Arrow. And uh, 
his fantasy league. So make sure you guys get on there and uh, comment. I want to get some Bengals talk yeah. here, or not Bengals, Reds talk here, real quick, okay. um, because the Reds are officially four games out right now. Four, four games out of first place. They whooped, whooped up on the Boozers' booty last night. Kicked their ass ten to two. Now, unfortunately, that's probably what the Reds are going to have to do until they get this bullpen fixed or the guys start stepping up and be able to pitch. But 10 to 2 over the, at the time, tied for first place Milwaukee Boozers yep. is pretty good. Uh, you got tonight, you got Luis Castellanos versus Brett Anderson. It's advantage Reds. Brett Anderson isn't that great of a starting pitcher, but the bullpen is awesome for the Boozers. So, Hopefully, uh, the Reds can win tonight. They win tonight. They win the series. And you just keep moving on and moving up. We win tonight. We're, we're I think we, we'd be three games out. So, yep. it's getting to be pretty close to put up or shut up time for um, Bob Castellini in the front office. You're either in or you're out. And I hope to God they're in. Yeah, me too. I mean, the the the, the last thing you want to do is just, you know, give up. Especially being four games out, man. People... I mean, there's some teams that would – every team, actually, um, if you're not number one, two, or three, would love to be number four. Right, exactly. Uh, you know, you're, you're, we're talking about a couple games away from being, you know, two, and then uh, – Yeah, they're, and, they're third place right now, so we're, 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 we're in this thing. We're definitely right. in this thing. Yep. And no doubt about the, it. Like more help we can, we can get will help our season, but, man, I tell you what, with – with the hitting, the percentages, the home runs, the it, it reminds me a little bit of you know, <laughs> kind of the old. I don't I don't want to compare these guys to anybody, but right, you know, it reminds me to a of a of a very good team with the Reds one year. <laughs> yeah, uh, but, but they're they're not there yet. But yeah, they're they're, they're that, offensively, yeah, yeah they're 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 that, putting com- yep. comparable numbers. Exactly. To what that team did back in the seventies, we, we, we'll just leave it at that. The, yeah. Not saying that they are that team, but the no. offensive numbers they're putting on is very, very comparable, and it's a lot of fun to watch. It is. It's it's a blast. I mean, heck, we we sat and watched the game, and, it, and we were down uh, two to nothing, and just just like that, man, our offense can click, and once they start clicking, it is over, my brother. And exactly. And so, uh, Mike Mustak is is uh, pretty close to being back. So that's that brings me to a question to to people watching the show, and we'll get back to the Bengals co- content here in a minute. I got I got Bengals. Trust me, I got a lot of Bengals stuff right now. But this oh, is yeah. just a a question I want to put out there to you guys. Mike, when Mike Musakis comes back, where do you play him? My now, what I think they're going to do, I think they're going to move Gino back to shortstop, Moose at third, and go that way. My opinion, because Farmer's playing a pretty good shortstop, not great, a, a better than Giovanni or a. Uh, uh, Gino Suarez, Suarez yeah. yeah, better defensively than him. He's also hitting Gino, still not hitting that great. I mean, my opinion is maybe bench Gino for a little bit, give him a rest. I mean, hell, you got Shogo Akiyama that you're paying how much money and you're not playing him, so don't tell me you're playing him because of the money because Shogo is making a hell of a lot more money than Nyquin is, and, and Nyquin is, is playing him every day. Exactly. So, my opinion is get Moose in there, give Gino a rest, and try to mix and match that way but i don't know what you guys 
what you guys think? Yeah, William House, I, I would love to trade for Trevor Story. I don't know if the Reds have I don't, I don't know. Wow, well, they might have. They got a lot of stuff. We 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 got a lot of prospects. We got a lot of guys on the major league team that we could throw in, and I don't think would hurt us. You know, I mean, like we have. I throw it out there. We got Shogo, which they're not playing. I love Shogo. I don't really want to trade him, but uh, that's a possibility. You got the Punisher who's back. Uh, there's guys down in the minor leagues, not Hunter Green, not Lodolo, but yeah, I wouldn't mind trading for Trevor Story because that would also, I think, help the infield defense nope. as a whole because you got to be able to catch the ball and Eugenio is a better third baseman than he is a shortstop yep. but the only other guy on the team that can put shortstop is Farmer really and so but my bigger thing is the bigger hole for me William is the bullpen we can I think mix and match I'd love to get story but we can mix and match and kind of figure out the shortstop situation we're not going to be able to mix and match with the bullpen. We have too many guys down there who, quite honestly, can't pitch. <laughs> you know, hopefully they'll they'll step up and, and they'll start pitching better. But we're three months or two and a half months into the season, and it hasn't gotten any better. So if we're going to make any trades for me, it's the bullpen. You got to trade for the bullpen. I know people have said bring up Hunter Green, which that is a possibility. But he just got to the triple A. I think he I, I really do. I think he might be they're pushing him. I think he's gonna be a September call. I really think he's coming up then. I think they're taking their time with him. I know he throws 105 miles an hour, and everybody like, well, that translates to major League baseball. If it's straight and you don't have a secondary pitch and you haven't actually learned how to be a pitcher, I mean, there's lots of guys or any I won't say anybody. If you can throw the ball 105 miles an hour, that's a gift from God. But you have to be able to place it different places, you know, for Major League Baseball. You have to have a secondary pitch. And that was the biggest problem with Hunter Green. And I know he's been pitching lights outs in double A. Just let him grow. Let's see what he does in triple A. You know, let's let's not push this kid because this kid could be really, really good. So yeah. yeah. And and you know what? He, he He's almost like a young now. When I say this, it's com just complete fantasy. But you know, it, the way you watch him, it, and I've actually got to watch him pitch, which is crazy. I've got to watch him pitch a little <laughs> bit down here. I, I you know, I, I don't normally get to stay up on that a whole lot, but um, watching him pitch, like you said, he's he's got about one 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 pitch, and it's the heater. And well, the other pitch pitches are coming there. It's just not. That, Yep. Majorly, majorly ready as what well, they might be. I don't know, but that's I want them to just stay in AAA and make sure it is before you bring them up. Go ahead. Right. Sorry. Yep. I'm with you 100 percent there. But kind of he kind of reminds me of like a, a young Nolan Ryan. You know, if you remember yeah. back in the day, he, they, he just threw heat, threw heat, threw heat, and they even put him out there. But by that time, just like you explained, he had already learned his second pitch, maybe even a third pitch, a change his changeup or his curve or or whatever. So, if you don't rush him too quick, again to yeah. agree with you, uh, which we normally don't do a whole lot on this show, <laughs> but you know I can see it happening. <laughs> well, my 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 fear is they rushed Homer Bailey up here, and it took him a good two or three years, I think, to recover from that. And Hunter Green is too talented of a guy 
to mess up. I would rather let him be down there too long than bring him up here because you bring him up here, you lose your confidence, you 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 start getting in your own head. Well, I was doing this in the minor leagues. This was working. It's not working here. I try this. This is not working. You know, it just it single A, double A, triple A is there for a reason. You know, there's a reason that guys progress and they have that. So that's where I'm just like, you got to be patient and trust me, it's hard. <laughs> I, if he, if I had thought he was ready, you know, I'd say yes, bring him up. Which I'm not saying he's not ready. I just don't want to rush him. You know. If he does great, maybe you can bring him up on the all-star break. We'll see how he does in AAA. That's all I'm saying. Let's let him marinate down there for a month or two. And if he's doing as good in AAA as he did in AA, then by God, bring him up. Bring him out of that bullpen, let him throw 105, and that would be great. But I would rather that and make sure he's ready because, exactly. I mean, the, Red, the Reds need him. <laughs> I mean, the they Reds do. need him to they be to, right now. They need him right now. Mm-hmm. But it's – He's too good of a pitcher to rush. Does that make sense? In my opinion. Yeah, that's true. Yep. I agree. Mike Kyle Jr., what's up? Bengals Nation here. What's up, brother? In the house. Hey, all right. Let's get to the Bengals talk here. And like I said, the offseason program is over. Uh, next time we will see the Bengals on the field is training camp. That's about six weeks away. It can't get here fast enough. I cannot freaking wait. Um, again, again uh, Akeem Adenajai tore his pectoral muscle. So he's most likely out for the year. If not, I mean, he might come back in the middle of the season, but he's just going to be a backup guy. So <clears throat> what I've talked about all offseason is the depth that this team has. Now, Denji was part of that depth. Uh, Zach was asked in his press conference, are they going to try and go out and get, you know, a offensive lineman to replace a Denji? And he said, and that's the words he said, yes, but he said, Duke is always looking for that. I think it's obviously going to be more of a uh, – they're going to concentrate on that more now than they did before because, well, you lost one of your key backup guys. And possibly – I mean, Deji, let's – you know, was in the mix for, for starting guard too. He was going to be, you know, considered in that competition. So it's a kind of a big loss. So they got to go get somebody, I think, to at least take his reps. And if somebody else goes down, you got to have somebody you can plug and play. You know – I, I I'm with you and listening to him say that kind of um, or listening to his press conference kind of let me know they, they do plan on going out and getting somebody. It didn't seem to me like they're into going and getting a, a big name that might still be out there floating around somewhere. Right. Right. Um, but you know, somebody, but man, I tell you what, it sucks to see a second year player who between, between the two of us, Thought played decent for oh, a, he had he, a he had a six round pick yeah pick? he had a, a good rookie year for a six round pick I thought yeah yeah and it's just like here's our luck now second second year where he you know he's got, this is when he really going to start learning and and blowing up. now he's out now he's got another so I say bring in that uh, what Morgan Moses I think unless well, somebody that's the thing him, I, that's you, like you just said they, you don't think they're bringing in a guy who wants to start Morgan Moses wants to start so I yeah. don't think he's I think I more think of the guy uh, that Nick Eason I think he's still out there he was uh, a center slash guard played for I think Minnesota last year yeah if I if I remember right I think that's a guy that's out there I you, 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 there's still guys that are out there that they could possibly get 
That's uh, and bring, bring in that, that'll be capable of backups. And I don't think they want to get a guy who wants to be a starter. Cause I mean, I think they, they, they want Carmen Jackson to start. And then it's going to be between uh, Spain and Serphilia at the other guard. And then you got Jonah Williams. Now, uh, let me get the Mike. Mike's got a question here real quick. Um, are they having open training camp where we can go down? I don't know. I think they have to be at, from what uh, Zach was saying on the press conference, they have to be at least 85% of the team and are the origin I guess, has to be 85% vaccinated. And they are very close to that. And that's also another reason I think Zach gave him a couple of days off because uh, I think some guys are going to get the, the shot. And, Jeremy, as you know, you get the shot, you don't feel so good for a couple of days. So couple of days, yeah. uh, I think they're trying to get everybody vac- vaccinated so they can have a normal training camp, as normal as they possibly can can have right now. And I, I don't, I'll, I'll be here in Ohio. It's pretty normal right now. I mean, pretty much everything's back to normal. We're, you know, the Reds game's at full capacity. Bengals game, I think it's going to be a full capacity. You don't have to wear masks, you know, at stores. So we're getting very, very close to, to back to, to normal. So I, I think that's another reason that they they uh, cut training camp short. Yeah, I, I actually think here in Alabama, we're all looking around like, what what happened this last year? <laughs> I mean, you know, nothing ever really shut down completely. <laughs> You're down oh, south, they didn't shut nothing down down there. Great old Alabama, man. Now let's get to... Uh, this is this is a, a good show topic. Uh, now we know Joe Burrow is the key to this whole thing. So uh, this uh, this this whole season, what player in your mind, other than Joe Burrow, is a key person to have a really breakout good year for the Bengals to have a playoff run a winnable uh, winning season uh, do you got do you got a thoughts on, on what player or what position is the one that the, that has to have a a good year for the Bengals to have a, a winning winning season you have thoughts on that jeremy uh are now we, we didn't rehearse this i'm giving it to him right on the fly so i know right <laughs> so are we talking offense or defense any any well let's, let's go offense and let's go defense we'll go one offense one okay. defense let's, let's do it that way okay um you go first. You do your offense, and then I'll do do my offense. Then you do defense, and then I'll do that. Okay. Um, on offense, I'm going to say that um, Tyler Boyd's going to be overlooked. Um, I, I wanted to say Uzama because I believe he's going to have a big year. But I tell you what, you double chase, you, you double T, Boyd is a Pro Bowl caliber wide receiver that because his name's not Tyler, she hate me or whatever, (laughs) you know, on the back of me, this kid is something really special. You know what you get with him. You know, he's going to catch the ball. You know, he's going to run the right route. So that would be, that would be mine. We can get in the offensive line, but you said one. So that, that'd be my Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying on the biggest key in offense or defense for me, I'm going to go straight to the offensive line. To me, it's Jonah Williams. He, this team needs him to be, if he can be an all pro, like I think he can eventually be an all pro left tackle. I really do. I'm not saying he has to do it this year, but it would really help. He has to have a healthy, very productive season for this year. Just, and, and just not because of what happened to Joe Burrow last year, but just, just in general, this offensive line has to be 
at least average to to above average to for the Bengals to have a very good season. So I I think for me the key guy other than Joe Burrow obviously uh, to to having a a winning season is is Jonah Williams. Who you got on defense? Jonah Williams on defense. I'm going to have to stick with the man that we have not got to see play since he got here. Your boy, I know a, where you're going. <laughs> Sixty million dollar contract, and he doesn't like I've talking heard, about that. By the way, <laughs> oh well, yeah, yeah, oh, that's good. <laughs> but you know, um, I've heard I've heard different I, I've heard different story different places different people. He, he's going to be solid. He's going to be shut down. He's going to be average. I think he's going to be more towards the solid to shut down. And I don't want to say shut down, but in between for us, and he's going to have to because the deal is, is if we have to play our backfield the way we did last year with LaShawn Sims and Darius Phillips, who's really still a young guy trying to figure out the game, um, we've got to have somebody that can shut down a receiver to allow the rest of the guys to get to the guys they need to and not use so much of this. Right. You take this guy, you this and don't work that way in football, but you get where I'm going. Yeah. All right. For me on defense is DJ Reader. Uh, we only got to see him a little while last year. I think he's a very key thing. One, he's going to hopefully take up some double teams. Two, stop the run. And if he does both those, I mean, he's not going to stop the run by himself, but he's going to be a big key contributor to run stopping. If he can do both those, that's going to open up the outside. That's going to open up guys flying to the quarterback and getting pressure on that quarterback. So that's where I think DJ Reader is a big, big key to this season. Now, we can just we can roll in, in, into this way. We we can go. So we got player. What is the the position group offensively and defensively in your mind? Uh, let's throw the wide receivers out. We know we know the wide receivers are going to be. We're, I'm trying to throw out the most obvious ones. We know the wide receivers are going to be good. So offensively, um, what part of the game, like offensive line, running backs, uh, you know where? Zach and his play calling, you know, where, where you want to go? What do you think is the key to the season for that this year? Uh, well, if you would ask me this yesterday, I would, I, I might've thought a little bit more about, you know, uh, the backups for Mixon to give him a, you know, a rest here or there. But after hearing about what happened to a you know, that's a backup tackle guard slash he can do both. Um, so I'd have to go offensive line all the way up, just like you did with the, you know, with with Williams. But I'd have to go offensive line because I see Mixon playing great. I, our receivers, like you said, Burrow's not even worth talking about. Um, it's the offensive line all the way for me, brother. Well, I don't know me, what just, you're thinking. Just, just to kind of switch it up on you, I agree agree with you that, that too. But I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it on Joe Mixon. I think oh, him, okay. having a key or a big season, being out there every down, all three downs, um, catching passes out of the backfield, being Joe Burrow's, you know, um, 
you know, the, 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 the breakdown, you know, if it all breaks down, the, the dump down. Is a, yeah. His yeah. outlet passer. Thank you. That Joe has never re- been relied on to do that. It's always been geo for that. So to me, for this offense to run good one, we got to run the ball. I mean, that's that everybody knows that we got to run the ball more. Than we did last year. And there are, there are people, you know, quote unquote experts predicting that, that Mixon could rush for over a thousand yards. Um, he could have, oh, yeah. uh, uh, he could have more than that. It all parts. That we have Jamar Chase and T. Higgins at both thousand yards and, and Tyler Board at nine hundred and something. I mean, our offense, what people think our offense can do is is unbelievable. But to me, the key to it is you got to run the ball and, and it's mixing. Not, not only the dump downs, but he's also going to be able to pick up the blitzes, which another thing Gio was in there for that. So it's a big year as far as mixing go because they are putting a lot more on him. Yeah, yeah, that's that that's a good one, dude. I mean, that's. That's a need. We've got to get the running game going. So it starts with the offensive line. Then it start. Then it ends with the running backs when it comes to running the football. And that's really the two biggest, I guess you could call it question marks. With Joe Mixon's never been a question mark. No, it's not a question mark. It's just. It's, it's, just, it's just. They're asking more of him that he hasn't had to do. I, I have exactly. no. I think he can completely do it. I don't think it's a oh, problem yeah. at all. Well, I just oh, think. Yeah. You know he's got to he's got to he's got to do it. So let's yep. go. All right. So so let's go to uh, the defensive side. And I know I said positions, and I picked I picked one player. I picked running back. I said mixing. I meant running backs in general, but mostly mostly mixing. So defensively, yeah. you got you got linebackers, you got defense line, you got cornerbacks, safeties. What what position as far as what they've done in the offseason to add guys? Um, what position really needs to improve upon net, uh, what they did last year to this year to help the Bengals win in your opinion you know I really hope Cam Sample shows up I think it's our defensive line I think uh, Hendrickson bringing him in um, you know we brought in 360 pounds of pure just beefcake in the middle um, to back up DJ Reader and Mike Daniels uh, maybe Gino we, I, I don't know yet uh, Big Daddy Bayou He's coming yeah. after you. <laughs> um, but if those guys show up, I feel like if we can rush that, because the last year we rushed them and mm-hmm. we got to them, but we yeah. didn't get the quarterback down. down. Right. So this year, if we rush them, we get the quarterback down. The pass is never thrown and there's no worries on the backside. So for me, I think I would take a quick pass, a good quick pass rush. Rather, you know, than maybe, you know, saying our our defensive backfield. But you may think something completely different. Well, I agree with you on that. That we have to have a, a big pass rush this year, and that is going to be a big key to everything else. Um, another, I'm just take a different perspective on it. another one is the linebacker room, yeah. and they didn't really add anybody to the linebacker room that they had last year. I think this is a big year for Logan Wilson and Akeem Davis Gaither. Our, you know, second and third round picks last year or was Davis fourth round. I, I can't remember, but that that this is their year. This this is their year to step up. And I think the Bengals are relying on them to step up and make some plays. And, and Logan Wilson and da- Davis Gaither toward the end last year, I think, really started stepping up and making plays. And it, the game started slowing down for them. And you could see. Why glimpses? I'll put a glimpses of why the Bengals drafted them. So I think this is a big year for them to make that 
second leap or make that big leap here to the year. And that's going to be key because, like I said, they didn't add, add anybody to the linebacking core. They actually, you know, subtracted because Bonds isn't – well, they haven't signed it back yet. I don't know if they're going to. Yeah, and from um, what I ask, you know, it, it doesn't sound like they're going to, which tells me that they must have a lot of faith uh, or a lot of faith in um, Marcus Bailey. I, mm-hmm. I don't know, but yeah, you know, forget he, about him. He, he played a lot of special teams last year, but yeah, he he gets t- he gets step up and take some of uh Bynes's uh, uh snaps from last year too. Yeah, that that's that's the only way I can think about why not bring back Bynes, especially if it's another one year and he'll take a couple mil or whatever. Um, because he's not getting any younger, but at the end of the year, he got a ton better. He looked like Josh Bynes that played for yeah, the Ratbirds. The Ratbirds. You know, I was going to take the R and then add a different letter, but I, I figured not. No, um, uh, the rat birds, just Seriously, the rat. That, that's way too much thinking for you, and I would have no clue <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, that's there's just some some interesting things to talk about. I mean, like I said, the off season for the Bengals is officially over, so we got like six weeks. So I might be talking more Reds than Bengals here next next six weeks. So I like to talk some, some uh, Bearcat football, too, because uh, I'm trying to get Chad Brendel on here, but he is not going to be available till about July, he said. so. But let's get to into the press conference. We had um, Zach Taylor and Joe Burrow's press conference. So I wrote a couple things down. Um, I already said that uh, Zach said the team is close to being uh, 80% vaccinated. And he had to talk about Akeem Adenogy. So that's pretty much what I wrote down about Zach. But Joe... He said the knee is looking good, and he said he'll be ready for the season as long as there's no setbacks, which is obvious. And he thinks that he wants to work on. And he was a pretty good high school basketball player. So he used the term he wants to work on the shot clock, meaning, you know, get the ball out of his hands quickly, make a decision, get it out of his hands faster, dump it down, go deep, whatever he's got to do. So those are things that, that he wants to work on uh, probably in training camp because he can't really do it right now. And this was something else that I thought was really interesting because I, I was kind of hoping in the next couple of days we see more seven-on-sevens or 11-on-11s, but we're not going to see any of it because they're all going home and going on vacation. But I think Dave Lapham was the one that asked this question or made this statement, and, and Joe agreed with me. He said they were doing a seven-on-seven drill today, and the ball did not hit the ground once. Joe followed that up. He goes, I think the ball only hit the only hit the ground once on seven on seven drills the whole time they were there. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty impressive because you know seven on sevens you you got fumbles you get in you almost like a game you know a few less players so that's impressive and. For everybody to show up like they did, like we talked about earlier with Bengal Jim, it just gets you excited. It makes you feel like this team. Oh, they're all bought in. Yeah, yeah, they are. And mm-hmm. we've been fooled before. <laughs> I, you know, I have too. But for a team to show up day one, you know, for OTAs, not even voluntary, and the whole team come pouring in, wanting to get this thing done, figured out, and know what they're doing by the time we hit the field. That's awesome. That's all you can ask for as a fan. Right, exactly. You're, I mean, you're like Joe, Joe said also in the press conference, he said we have a great camaraderie in this locker room. 
There you go. And he yeah. said, it's not, you know, you don't have the wide receivers over here talking. You don't have the offensive line over here talking. You don't have, you know, they're all talking. And which is, they didn't get to do this at all. It was all on Zoom, Zoom calls or whatever. But that's a good sign, too. And it just means to me, they are becoming a team. They are all in this together. They're all trying to pull on the rope in the same direction. And that is the, I mean, honestly, that's the first thing you have to accomplish to have a winning football team. You got to have everybody bought in, everybody trying to do the same thing. And there's no, no clicks. It doesn't sound like there's any clicks. Everybody hangs out with everybody because last thing you right. want is a clicky team. And, and not that they, they had it before, but you did have Marvin guys and, 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 and Zach guys. And maybe, you know, they didn't all see eye to eye. I don't know. That's just me, just me talking. But these are all very good things that we keep hearing out of the Bengals and, and, we're, and not only here, but we're seeing it. I mean, when everybody shows up a hundred percent to OTAs, that is awesome. And, and one thing Joe, to Joe about is about being a leader, you know, and one thing he said was interesting. It's he goes, well, I don't know if you become a leader. He goes, you either are one or you aren't. And he goes, I'm just myself. He goes, you know, I'm not a big, Raw, raw guy, which I mean, he 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 will do that, but he I said I don't I don't do it all the time. He goes so when I do speak, and I have something to say, people listen, which makes complete sense. If you're in there all the time, come on guys, let's go, we can do this, go to field, blah blah. Everybody's like, okay, all right, blah, 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 blah. stop, stop with that noise. You got it, okay, yeah. Yeah. you know. And if you're just hanging out, being boys, and if there's something that Joe wants to say, hey guys. This is a very important week, but very important campaign, whatever, you know. Yeah. He, he'll he get everybody's attention because he doesn't do it all the time. So, to me, that's another just good thing that Joe does as far as being a, a team leader. Exactly. I mean, they, they respect the guy, and the guy's, what, 23 years old? 24 now, 24, maybe? 24, 25, I think. Okay. Um, still. <laughs> boy, he hung around college for a while. But we still got him for a long time. And Oh, yeah. For, for those guys to, you know, respect him the way they do and listen when he talks, that's about more than you can ask for. There's, we've had plenty of teams, plenty of quarterbacks, plenty of wide receivers that fought with each other, couldn't stand each other. I remember back in the day when it was Palmer and I think Chad. Chad. Got, they, they, they got into it. Yeah, and, and on, that, National, on Monday Night Football, I was at that game. <laughs> yeah, in his face, I, and he, I, I won't throw it to you again. <laughs> it's like, oh, my gosh, it's the blow-up. Here we go. Um, exactly. But, hey, man, we're, we're glad to have Burrow, and I just – I hope he's back. I've read reports – now, I don't want to name any names from him, but this says that he may even take some snaps in – or um, not well. We just got done with our our, our mandatory our tra in training camp. But in our TC, yeah, in our training camp, I don't know how true they are, but I've read two from different places. Well, he said in the press conference he plans on taking the very first snap at training camp. Well, that well, there that too. Yeah. I, what do you mean? He's taking snaps here, so yeah. You know, I don't know. It's just it's that big, but but I mean, to to, I think your your point is some Bengals fans thought he wasn't going to be back until like you know, October, November. Other Bengals fans thought he was going to be back like opening day. Nobody <laughs> thought he's going to be ready for OTAs. <laughs> Get a little hot on the collar there. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, I, I, I think it's, yeah, he's going to take, 
uh, snaps. I, I, dude, I would not be surprised, honestly, if he takes a couple snaps in the preseason. I, I just, I would not be surprised. I, I, I think Joe Burrow wants it now. Like he said, it's up to ownership and up to the coaching staff. I think Joe wants to do it. I wouldn't be surprised if they do it. Now, as I'll, just remind you guys, we got the super chats going on. So if you guys want to support what I'm doing, uh, go into the YouTube channel and you can uh, do the super chats. So you guys will jump to the front of the line. Oh, we got a question here from from Mike. He said, "Yeah, I know. I noticed we had a lot of duos in the past. You know, we had Carson Palmer." To Chad Ochocinco, and we had Andy Dalton to AJ Green. Now we have Jamar Chase to Joe Burrow. Yeah. And well, the good thing is, it's not only Jamar Chase to or 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 Joe Burrow to Jackpot Joey Burrow to Jamar Chase. It's T Higgins too, and people keep talking about Jamar. I'm telling you, and 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 Joe said this in his press conference that T looks really strong, looks faster, it looks cleaner on his routes. So don't sleep on T. Uh, we, we, I said we might we might have the best trio in, in football. We're definitely going to have the best tandem, I think, in football. And, I, and this, that's nothing against Tyler Boyd because Tyler Boyd is a joke too. So our trio wide receivers are going to be legit. Yeah, and, and to be honest with you, when you asked me that question earlier, it was literally a coin flip between Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins. Because either way, no matter who you try to double, it's not going to work out good for you with Joe Burrow if he's got a little bit of time. Well, and the thing is, I don't know necessarily if there's going to be there, yes, Jamar is the X, but that doesn't mean T can't be the X sometimes. So I don't know if there's going to be one number one wide receiver on this team. I think you're going to have a one and one A, and it it's either or Chase or T, and it could be Boyd too. So I mean, this. This is going to be a lot of fun this year. I, I just, it's going to be, it's just too much talent on this team. And Jeffrey says, hope, uh, hope he plays opening day. I'm actually going to the game. That's awesome. I will be there with my season tickets and my Great orange girl. sunglasses and my orange hair, uh, in, uh, the Tiger Den. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to call it the Tiger Den. See if, see if Bengals, we, we had the, uh, Maddie for, uh, from the uh, ticket office on there. See if he takes us up on it, but the, uh, we'll be in the Tiger Den, uh, Every game this year for the well opening day or all home games, so I I can't wait to go and be a blast. That guy one of these times is going to come up here and yep. come to a game with me. I will be at a game this year in Cincinnati. Uh, yeah, when yeah, has, he is. T is looking, but yeah, he's looking a lot bigger, bigger, stronger, faster. And I mean, the thing is, too, T is only 21, 22 years old, so he's still growing into his man's body. I mean, he's already a man. Right. <laughs> you know, right. but he, he can get bigger, faster, stronger. When you're 21, 22, man, you, shoot. I, that seems so long ago for me. I, I remember when I thought I could do all kinds of stuff. And, well, I, I could. I, at 46, I can't now. But but when you're 21, 22 years old, you can do a lot of stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch them. Yep. And I've got a little nugget uh, once we get through a couple yep. more here to, to give you. just a, It's a quick, quick thing about the Bengals. Go for it, man. It's six twenty-four. Anyway, yeah. so go for, go for it. Oh, my, wow! Time has flew, my friend. Heck yeah, it is. What do Bengal you Jim. When we party with Bengal Jim, my God, you never know what time <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's all like Donkey Kong, then. Love you, Jim. Uh, anyway, um, the Bengals welcome five coaching interns as part of the NFL's Minority Fellowship Program this week. So. We had five extra coaches on the field that are learning to be high school coaches, 
college coaches, no matter where they may be in their life. Um, Trying to get the coaching a, career started. That's, that's yes, awesome. it's it's a it's an awesome program, and I'm thrilled that the Bengals are part of it, and Mike Brown um, is a part of it, and it's just it's a great way to get young minds, um, and and even minority coaches, the whole deal. Yeah. To to get them that opportunity and to, to say hey. I coach for the Bengals. Right. It's, it's, a, it's a great opportunity, and, and it's it also can open up avenues. I mean, I know Zach Taylor said that I think there's – he's working with at least two or three of them. I think two of them actually he hired. Not not the ones today, but people have went through that program where he's hired oh, okay. them to work for the Bengals. So it does work. It gets you into coaching in general. You know, I mean, if you can sit there and you work with NFL players and you can pick – the brain of NFL coaches who are where if you're a coach, just be, but be real. You want to get to the NFL. I mean, that's your football coach. That's all to yeah, dream. So exactly. if you can be on the field and learning from these guys and learning from NFL players, that's a tremendous opportunity. And I think it's great that the Bengals uh, participate heavily in this. Yeah, definitely. I loved it. When I saw that, I said, man, I get, you know, in case somebody didn't read this, that, that's 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 kind of that's a good it's a good way to give back and it's ran it's just random people that wanted to come he let them come they set the whole practice they looked at you know the plays of course i'm sure they didn't look at the plays that we're going to be using but <laughs> no, you know just, you know teaching and all that kind of stuff being able to sit in uh to a tight end room or uh defensive line room or, or just to be on the field with them man exactly it's beautiful it's awesome so way to go on that um mike brown and katie blackburn and the rest of yeah. the brown family that's a that's a great point i'm glad you brought that up it's uh 627 let me get to the facebook groups that let us live stream and i appreciate every single one of you guys you got who day nation since i had Bengals the jungle Bengals nation Bengals who day nation uh, what's what's somebody put one there? What else? Oh, somebody, somebody added one on here. Who else am I doing it here? Uh, da, da, da. Uh, oh, uh, here it is. Uns- uh, Day Nation Uncensored. I'm on there too. So I'm trying, if I'm on there, I'm trying to give you guys some love, and I appreciate you guys letting me live stream on there. Uh, then you got Ohio, the Ohio State Buck Nuts for Buck Nut Crazy Boys like him, just like this one, exactly. Then you got Bearcat Country. My one of my favorite groups, it's the Bearcats, baby. We're gonna we're gonna be good this year. Football teams to be good. Uh, I got the ice bar. It's my show page where we it's a virtual bar. Get there, build up to bar, have a couple beers, and let's talk shop. Let's talk some football. You can follow me on all my social media platforms, all under sports with strawberry ice. I'm on Instagram, Twitter. Twitter handle is Jeff A Trenopole. That's T R E N N E P O H L. TikTok uh, handle there is Iceman90. So if you guys want to follow me and my silly TikToks that I do with, again, that guy. And just me and myself, myself being silly and repping my Reds and repping my Bengals and repping my Bearcats and telling everybody how we are coming to destroy you. Check me out on TikTok. Yeah, see, I'll be pulling off the sound off later on tonight. Like I said, if you can't sit or watch us for an hour, if you miss the show, check it out on the podcast. You can listen to it uh, if you're at work at night or during the day tomorrow i'm on bean pod apple podcast podcast itunes spotify pretty much wherever you get your podcast youtubers we're doing awesome we're at 1135 let's keep it rolling let's try to get to 10,000 as fast as we can and other than that my man jeremy see we've been 
You've been Jeremy Dean. You've been Jeremy Dimebag Dean. You've been Jeremy D's Nuts Dean. How about Jeremy the Dominator Dean? We help roll on out of here. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, <laughs> if y'all want to check out my Twitter, it's very simple. It is D. <laughs> D. And that's all. No D's. <laughs> no, it's D. Just okay. D. <laughs> D84 Jeremy. Very simple. And then TikTok. I do a lot of stuff with this guy, duetting as well. Like he was saying, you can catch me on Jeremy Dean84 uh, on TikTok. Hope y'all check us out. Um, thanks to all the groups that let us put up here. Everybody watching from there. Thank you guys. Keep and, watching. And honestly, honestly, if I missed your Facebook group, my apologies. That I don't know all the groups we're on. <laughs> People yeah, share it. Yeah. So if we're on there and you guys are putting us at the top of the page, I appreciate you guys. That is awesome. Yes. If we missed one of you, very sorry. I think you pretty much got got it. But um, so somebody, yeah, you did. Somebody's you gonna did message me later. Job, yeah. Somebody's gonna message me later. You didn't say our nation, our, our group. All right, my bad. <laughs> I'll try to say it next time. I'm going to have a, a page like 20, 20 feet long. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, as everybody, always, all together now. As always, remember one thing and one thing only. And that is you don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati. Go help Bengal Jim and go see all your friends and Jeff and all them guys having fun. And while I'm here in Alabama, sweat my ass off in the heat. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're going to FaceTime it. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I know. <laughs> all right. Go Reds. Let's kick the boozers booty again tonight. Let's go do, do another 10 to two. Stomping of them would be awesome. Bengal Jim, Jungle to the Hall this Saturday. Make sure you guys are there. If you haven't registered, go to his Twitter handle. It's all up there. Pin to the top. Register, show up. Let's have some fun. Let's represent our Bengals. Let's make our voices heard. Who day? And other than that, that's just sports, baby. See ya! Oh, oh, oh.